All right, we are live once again. Today's Friday, the big Friday. And uh, today is the 16th of February. And this is actually live stream 71, not 72. It's just the way I had ordered it on my, my notes and different things like that. So it's actually 71. We we're supposed to do that yesterday. But anyhow, we've got some good notes. Just want to make sure that this is on. This is on, and that is on. Good. And uh, welcome again, our podcast uh, listenership. We're coming from Oshawa, Ontario, uh, Durham Region, Ontario, Canada, North America. And uh, we are right now, it's 11.37 a.m. Uh, Southern Ontario time. Okay. So the teaching here, main teaching, is imputed righteousness or infused righteousness. So it's a question, and uh, just going to briefly look at certain things. Um, so we will be simply scratching the surface, making some key points and observations without any final conclusions in the matter at this time. At this time, alright? So, um, a good article... Uh, to, to read through, I don't, you know, I, I read articles, not too many, I print a lot of articles, and I think I printed this one, and, uh, but I don't like to read them because I don't like to be influenced by them, I'd rather be influenced by the Holy Spirit, but uh, they're good to have, um, and this article was, what are the doctrines of imputed, infused, and imparted righteousness, alright, so, the way I understand the difference at this time, the difference between in, imputed and infused, is that imputed righteousness leaves out the new nature, meaning you still have the old sin and death nature, which is why they say that the righteousness of Christ has been imputed onto you. When Yet when it comes to Christ infusing His righteousness in you, means that your spirit, not your soul, has His righteousness infused in your spirit, meaning your spirit has now has been recreated in the image of God by the Holy Spirit with God's own righteousness, which is what Titus 3.5 is all about, basically, as well as 2 Corinthians 5.21. We'll look at that a little bit later on. is all about, just to name a few, all right? So the image of God, the image of God, God's image that God created Adam with uh, to begin with, and we were recreated with, uh, born again with, carries the righteousness, the holiness, etc., etc., of God. All right? That's just the way I understand it. Uh, what about Colossians 1 22? It's a huge one. Uh, holy, blameless, beyond reproach uh, before Him. All right? Well, what, what part of you is that? What part of you is holy, beyond, beyond reproach? etc. Uh, it's your spirit. It's your recreated spirit. It's a new nature. Alright? I remember having this conversation with a brother. <laughs> a brother. And I love this guy. I really do. He's really into theology. But he doesn't... Anyhow. Uh, but he happens to be a Baptist. Alright? And that's, that's, that's one of his down, downfalls right there. Having been influenced heavily by preachers. I don't want to mention names. Baptist preachers. Big Baptist preachers. Huge Baptist preachers who teach on imputed righteousness. I remember the night I went to the, one of their Bible studies and uh, I didn't hang around very long. I did that night but I didn't go around a lot 
because it just you get into these theological debates and I already know the answer to a lot of these things they didn't disagree because they don't pray enough and they're not in the word enough all right those that believe in this is based upon the unsaved souls since they still see sin working in their lives this is huge and the lives of other fellow believers not knowing the difference between the spirit of man having been saved born recreated by the spirit yet the soul of man needing to be renewed transformed saved and delivered via the implanted word by putting on the new man as you work at putting off the old man. James 1, uh, James 1, 21, I wrote 2, 11 here, okay. Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, and Romans 12, 2, just to name a few. All right, so let me fix this here right now. And, uh, all right, so born of incorrupt, what about born of incorruptible seed? Right? What about partakers of the divine nature? What about regenerated in spirit, created in Christ? What about all those? My recreated spirit is actually holy. All right? It's actually righteous with his holiness because my new, my new nature that you're born again with, it's his nature that he was born as God's firstborn from the dead. We'll look at that a little bit. Some people associate 2 Corinthians 5.21 with imputed righteousness, all right? Yet I don't agree with this since in Christ, the term in Christ, which is everywhere in the New Testament, uh, has to do with the new nature we received the moment we are born of the Spirit. I got to learn to look at both cameras here. With the new nature, which is the righteous nature or the nature of sonship, all right? Which Jesus was the very first one to be born with in the midst of all those who still had and still have the sin and death nature uh, dead in their trespasses. All right, I've, I've touched a lot upon that. Upon planet Earth since the fall of man. All right? And that nature or righteousness, that nature of righteousness was not imputed unto him, but he was born with it as we are. All right? That's what makes us sons of God. Man. I'm in union with Christ via the new nature, which is his nature, which is beyond reproach, blameless, etc., etc., which is found in Colossians 1.22. And Ephesians, it's also there, but there's one word missing in Ephesians for some reason. But Colossians has, has three of them there. Holy, blameless, beyond reproach. Uh, anyhow. So I looked up this word imputed, all right, just in the natural, but I also looked it up in, in the Greek. Uh, and some say that Imputed righteousness means God declares you righteous based upon what Jesus has done for us at the cross, which is true, which is true, all right? But what Jesus has done for us at the cross is much more than regarding, much more than that regarding making available the new, the new birth via the new nature. Those who teach on imputed righteousness say that God looks at Jesus for your righteousness since you don't have a righteousness of your own, which there is truth to this, there is, but, there's always a but, it goes much further than this. God looks at my new nature, all right, which he gave me via regeneration. Palin, Genesia, Genesis, yes, that's what he looks at, all right? And it's the very same nature that Jesus was born with. Alright, so when he sees me, he sees me as one of his sons, as much as he sees Jesus. Because even Jesus, in John 20, 17, he said to the woman, don't touch me. 
And he said, go tell my brethren, not my disciples, go tell my brethren. This is prophesying, I guess, because he, he hasn't been seated yet at the, at the right hand of the Father. They're not born again yet, but they were about to be born again. He says, go tell my brethren, I'm going back to my God, their God, my Father, their Father. Wow! Alright? And this is what the church is missing. Big time. Huge. Alright? Alright, we got to stop playing games. Alright? So I wrote here, the moment we were actually born with the new nature, God does not only declare or decree us, uh, declare us righteous. No, no, no. But has actually made me righteous with His own righteousness, which is His own image, His own nature. Alright? Born of God. What do we not... What do we not understand? Born of God. Reminding me of that vision. Oh yeah, the Lord had given me this vision. Oh, I'll tell you, years ago, I was walking down the hallway of my house upstairs. I was heading into my room for prayer, probably. And God gave me this little vision, mini vision. I saw my spirit, my recreated spirit. This thing was so holy, I couldn't even describe it. And then He said, stay in my face. Because I was praying so much. Alright? Yeah which was so wholly set apart I could not describe what I saw and said. And the reason we don't know or believe this is because of the unsaved soul, the unrenewed mind, stopping or blocking us from walking in this great new, cre new creation reality. It's one of the greatest ones, having the new nature, having the nature of Christ. Whoa! Alright? Those who teach on imputed righteousness do so because they still struggle with sin as well as with past sins, which is not coming from their recreated spirit, but from their unsaved soul, causing their unrenewed mind to work against them instead of for them. Wow. So, alright, and this is the problem. Even charismatics. We have a lot of charismatics, word of faith people, you know, they're still living in sin in some areas in their life. Pretty serious sin. Sexual sin, financial sin, financial scandals, all that because of an unrenewed mind. Yet they teach on renewing the mind, but they don't do enough of it. That's what I got from Dave Roberson years ago, man. This guy, I tell you, I heard stuff from this guy. He said, I should have heard that after I got born again. But it was 13 years later. Not God's fault. Alright. I have to admit that this word imputed is mentioned in the Bible, unlike the word infuse. Absolutely. Yet I do believe the word infuse is implied in that word recreated, regeneration, even born. Alright. The word infuse, and very interesting, the word infuse carries the word fuse. If you look up the word fuse, not electrical fuse, but fuse, to fuse something together, alright? You get the word fusion, alright? May very well describe the act of regenerating the human spirit with, with God's image, which is holy, which is righteous, which is beyond, you know, reproach, which is blameless, etc., etc., etc. According to the King James... We have imputed, impute, impute, imputed, imputeth, imputing, referring to the Old Testament. Absolutely, it's used in the Old Testament, but mostly in the New Testament. Mostly in Romans 4, uh, verse 6, verse 8, 11, 22 to 24, as well as in James 2, 23, as well as 2 Corinthians 5, 19. It's Strong's number 30, 49. Uh, but we need to read the context correctly. Romans 4, a lot of stuff in there regarding Old Testament saints. Yeah, Abraham, David, King David, yeah. Yeah, God's righteousness was imputed onto them. Yeah, because they weren't born again yet. They couldn't get born again yet. Jesus hadn't come. 
uh, the second Adam hadn't come, uh, the cross hadn't come yet, so righteousness had to be imputed onto them. Unlike us, we have His righteousness, alright, in a new nature. That's what I'm trying to get at with all of this. Getting excited a little bit? Nah. You cannot teach on imputed righteousness all by itself. There you go. Accor but according to the whole counsel of God, which is what I'm attempting to do at this time. And this is great. This is really good for a basis for this teaching, all right? So even this word impute, all right, this word impute means to ascribe, to assign, to declare, to degree, to decree, attribute, credit, to lay something to the account of a person or thing. That's all great. But that, okay, and then we got the original word here. The transliteration is logizomei. It's logizomei, phonic spelling. Definition, to reckon, to consider, to count, charge with, reason, decide, conclude, think, suppose. Uh, it's 3049 Strong's number. The root of the English terms, logic, logical. All right, so bottom line is this, is this. And then we got to look at the word infuse compared to impute all right infuse means to introduce one thing into another in order to affect it thoroughly it implies the pouring in of something that gives new life and significance you know where i'm going with this don't you wow some say that infused righteousness forms the basis of the doctrine of justification in the Roman Catholic Church and is rooted in the theology of Thomas Aquinas and Augustine of Hippo, which I don't ascribe to nor agree with whatsoever. All right, I'm not into that stuff anymore. I used to study that stuff years ago. All right, uh, for this word infused in context with the whole doctrine, but you got to teach this word infused righteousness or imputed righteousness in context with this whole doctrine of the new birth, which is huge. And I've touched on that quite a bit in here and on previous teachings, all right? So, my understanding of infused righteousness is not my understanding of the Catholic Church, all right? It's totally different, all right? And uh, I disagree with imputed righteousness. Uh, I am infused with His righteousness via the new birth, Re, via the recreation of my human spirit, which is the very same nature, very same spirit that Jesus was born with because he was born by the Spirit, all right? Joseph was left out. It was just Mary and the Holy Spirit. Now, they didn't have sex or anything like that, like some people pervert and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Jesus was born of the Spirit, all right? Let's get that straight. And I'm born of the very same Spirit, all right? I got to shut it down. 14 minutes here on my little uh, camcorder here. I got to go. Anyhow, huge theological stuff today. Love it. And going to be doing more teachings of this kind of stuff. And so, I encourage all of you to learn to walk. Walk, walk, walk in the fullness of your sonship. Yeah. And, and you do that by learning to walk in the fullness of the grace of God, as well as the faith of God, because it's faith. Faith alone, don't bring your works. No, 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 leave your works, leave your money at home. Uh, it's the faith of God that gives access to the grace of God. Shalom and amen. And let me tell you something right now. I gotta, I gotta share this. When we start traveling again, we're gonna have these conferences, no offerings. We're gonna have on big billboards, leave your money home. Now, unless God tells you, whatever. But besides that, we're gonna have big billboards, leave your money home. Just bring yourself 
bring your Bible, bring your, bring your pens, bring your notes of paper, stuff like that, recorder. And uh, let's get on with this Reformation, man, because we are running out of time. Get it? Shalom and amen.